Hello from the BBC. I'm Pete Ross with an update on the war in Ukraine. We begin in the east of the country, where much of the fighting between Russian and Ukrainian forces has focused recently. Now the governor of the Luhansk region there has said Russian forces are moving towards the centre of the city of Severodonetsk. Sergei Heide described the situation as very difficult. There has been heavy fighting for weeks for control of Severodonetsk and the neighbouring city of Lysychansk, key urban centres for Russia's attempts to take control of the entire Luhansk region. Moscow says its top priority is to, as it says, liberate all of the Donbass. Yuri Sak is an advisor to Ukraine's Minister of Defence. He told the BBC that the Ukrainian army was holding out and would never cede the Donbass. Ukraine will never agree to any uh, end of this war, uh, which would suppose ceding some territory. So we are determined to continue to defend our land and liberate our land. Uh, And of course, uh, we do hear these voices. And uh, whenever we hear these voices, we of course say immediately that this is impossible. Our correspondent Joe Inwood is in Ukraine. Severodonetsk is now firmly in Russia's sights. If Russian forces take the city, they will almost have completed their conquest of the Luhansk region, a major strategic aim. Maybe that's why the Ukrainians are trying to hold their ground, despite artillery barrages said to be so fierce that they have given up counting the casualties. Earlier, Ukraine's president, Vladimir Zelensky, made his first visit to the northeast of the country since the Russian invasion. After greeting frontline troops in the Kharkiv region, He said the army was facing an indescribably difficult situation. The leader of Ukraine's opposition party, Kira Rudik, said Mr Zelensky's visit was important. He was uh, leading the country since the beginning of the war and he was uh, basically the key figure that was supporting and directing the troops. And today's visit is both the sign the situation is very complicated on the east of our country and also a sign of the great support that we as political leaders are showing to our people. Meanwhile, the leaders of European Union countries have been meeting in Brussels for a summit that's been dominated by the EU's failure, so far, to agree a ban on Russian oil imports. Sanctions were announced nearly a month ago, but there's since been stalemate. Hungary, which relies heavily on Russian oil, is the main opponent of a ban. The ambassadors are proposing a compromise, as Bethany Bell reports from Brussels. The latest compromise plan is that there might be a ban on seaborne oil first and then a ban on oil brought by pipelines to landlocked central European countries coming later. But even that is complicated uh, and there are concerns that it might not be fair in terms of the internal market of the European Union. The Foreign Minister of Latvia, Edgars Rinkiewicz, told the BBC that he's confident there will be a resolution to the stalemate. We have had dramas before. We have had countries before saying that uh, they are not uh, agreeing on anything, starting from EU budget, ending with sanctions. Let's have a leaders' discussion, but I very much hope that Hungary also will understand the gravity of the situation and will agree. Turning to Russia, there has been increasing unconfirmed speculation in both mainstream and social media that Russia's President Vladimir Putin, who turned 70 later this year, may be suffering from ill health, possibly cancer. Now, Sergei Lavrov, Russia's foreign minister, has denied speculation that President Putin is ill. During an interview with French television, Mr Lavrov said the Russian leader appears in public every day and no sane person would see any signs of ailment. In the interview, Mr Lavrov said he believed the citizens living in territories in Ukraine, 
where Russia is conducting, in its terms, its military operation, should be allowed to decide their own future. And do you recognise this song? That was Stefania, Ukraine's winning entry to the Eurovision Song Contest. Now the band, Kalush Orchestra, have sold their trophy at auction for $900,000 to raise money for the war. Their sale coincided with their appearance at a charity concert for Ukraine at Berlin's Brandenburg Gate, where one of the band members, Ole Pusik, made this appeal. The war in the centre of Europe, people certainly shouldn't get used to it and it shouldn't become an everyday occurrence. It should be on all the newspapers' front pages until peace comes. Those are the latest developments on day 96 of Russia's invasion. I'm Pete Ross at the BBC.